Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Natural Co-Creators Show with Jennifer Lynch. And today, shortly, we're going to have Dessa uh, Darnell with me talking about her Unfinished Woman Retreats in Catalonia. Now, Detta has been on the show before, and I've also been on a retreat in Catalonia, so this is going to be a really, really great interview. Um, Detta's a creativity coach. She's a writer. She does life coaching. She does all sorts of amazing workshops. She's creative. She makes things. Um, well, there's no end of things that Detta does, so I can't wait to have her on. I'm sure that she's going to be along any minute. I'm just going to read a little bit about what she's written on her website about her retreats while I'm waiting. Um, the retreats, which takes place in June 2018, is perfect for those women who want to break from the busyness of life. It's for women who want simple days by the sea to relax, recover, and rediscover who they are, where they are right now, and who they are becoming. I think she's here, so let's just open this up. Good evening, Detta. Good evening, Jennifer. I've just been um, saying that you're coming on uh, to talk about your fabulous uh, retreats, which will take place in June of next year uh, in Kefalonia. And um, and it's an amazing, amazing island that I've been fortunate enough to be there. And please, I'm just going to hand it over to you for you to just tell us what's happening Thank you. Thank you very much. I am indeed doing um, a couple of retreats next year. The first retreat we're doing in Catalonia is in June of next year, and that's a retreat for unfinished women, uh, women who want to escape the busyness of life for just a little while, women who are tired of trying to be all things to all people and need a little space to rest, relax, reflect, perhaps rediscover their creativity, rediscover who they are before the busyness of life got in the way, and just to replenish, really, and go back into 
into their normal lives with an added zest um, and um, more inspiration, really, for doing more of what they'd like to do. So that retreat is going to be in June, and that's a five-day retreat with two free days, so it's a week in all, at a lovely uh, beachside place, lovely beachside house, um, quite a traditional Greek beachside house, right on the beach, which is lovely, and it's not in a commercial area, which is even more lovely. So lots of lots of opportunity there to um, to beach walk, beach comb, lovely island tour, and just just meet with a like-minded group of women where we'll do some artful workshops, lots of free time, lots of fun, uh, and that promises to be beautiful. And the second one is a writer's retreat in September, again for um, five days and two days free at the same place, and that's for people who perhaps want to begin writing a book or perhaps would like to deepen their practice or set up a practice. Uh, I'm writing one myself, so I know how important it is to have have a, a kind of um, a, a daily practice, if possible, or certainly two or three times a week where you set aside time to write. And I've just come back from uh, the Hay House Writers' Retreat with Julia Cameron, that was the week before last, and the uh, chief CEO of Hay House America and UK, and got lots and lots of information about how to be published and how to um, to get yourself into the flow of writing, how to cope with your demons and your critics. Uh, and so I think that also will be a lovely, lovely retreat for writers, creative types, and anybody really who's ever who's ever wanted to try their hand at writing, poetry, journaling, that kind of thing. So they're my two, they're my two retreats for next year, Jen. Oh, that's fabulous, Detta. And you've been putting on retreats for quite a long time now, haven't you? Quite a few years? I have, actually. I've been putting on retreats for about, oh gosh, in Catalonia, about maybe about 10, 12 years, something like that. I tend to only do very small um and it's going to be one-to-one or perhaps two people last year saw a group retreat which was was fabulous a group of women and that that was really really super lovely um lovely energy great fun uh, and this year hopefully they will be uh there'll be a decent sized group they will always be small because i prefer to work with a small group maybe six to eight but um, equally, I'm quite happy to do a, a personalised type of thing for if anybody wants to come just on a one-to-one. Mm, that's absolutely mm. brilliant. Um, I mean, how would you describe in just a few words um, what an unfinished woman is? Ah, you... right. <laughs> Go on. Have you got some way of um, describing? So um, apparently you've written a... A poem as well, haven't you? Well, I wrote I wrote the poem a very a very long time ago, and it's quite sort of an arty an arty poem, really. I don't I doesn't really describe an unfinished woman. It's it's quite a descriptive poem, but um, it is called an unfinished woman. But uh, basically, it's just it, you know how it is, Jen. We we become incredibly busy with life. We you know we we grow into relationships and becoming uh, somebody's wife or partner we become mothers especially us kind of baby boomers we look after our parents 
we've got all kinds of roles to play for all kinds of people and i think we reach a stage where we where we look where we where we become quite reflective and it i don't think it's got any age to it although midlife does come to mind for me um pro- probably a bit older than midlife now but and we just think okay it's our turn now so what is it that we we would really love to do um or what did we love doing before the busyness of life jumped in in our way you know the mm. busyness of life can smother us and keep us from listening to our soul callings and our our heart whisperings and we're all unfinished you know we'll i think we'll we'll all remain unfinished until we are finished mm. so in that respect it's about women who still have dreams to fulfill who still have longings and soul callings and heart whispers and who want to reconnect with some of the energy they felt as a child when they didn't they you know they didn't have any any labels put on them it's um reconnecting with our creative hearts if you like and just looking at where do we want to go from here and how do we want the next part of our life journey to be that's really interesting. And do you think the um, the sea helps with this process? Being near the sea, do you find oh, the sea to be very cleansing and nurturing? The sea and <laughs> sitting on the beach, um, watching the waves. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I think you'll probably know why I'm laughing. Um, because I always do a meditation at the sea uh, frequently when we finish. And I remember one year, I think I think you were actually with me, where one of our guests, her boat didn't float. <laughs> her boat didn't float. <laughs> oh my word! And at the end of that, at the end of that divine meditation, off we put our little boats with all of our all of our negative stuff into the sea, and um, her boat didn't float. And I'll always, when, whenever I hear about doing a meditation, see, I always, I'm reminded of that. And I'm reminded of myself wading out yeah. into the sea to throw this boat out further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever floats your boat, in all yeah. <laughs> yes, I think the sea is incredibly cleansing. Um and it's and it is a breath, it's an absolute breath of fresh mm-hmm. air. And it's beautiful to walk and pick up bits and pe- you never know what you're gonna find on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I, I I have the most Oh, the most gorgeous. If you're into Tristan and you're into shells and you're into bits and bobs. I have I have wonderful, wonderful finds. It's very, very exciting for me. Um and I think lots of people feel like that. They can wander and get lost. They're free. They mm. find freedom by the sea. Okay. So they will be going up, they'll have a couple of days free. They'll be having tuition with you, but they'll also have days free to do what they want to do. And will you mm. also be taking them around the island as well? Different parts? Well, how would you work it? Yeah, how I'm going to work it. Sorry, Jen, to interrupt you. Um, how I'm going to work it this year is I'm going to have somebody probably facilitating with me. Um, and we'll we'll do the normal format of workshops in the morning, you know, breakfast, and then about three hours, two to three hours of workshops, communal lunch, and then free time. And then meet up again around six-ish, see what see what's come up, 
for anybody. And then there will be some dinners and there'll also be opportunity to go off and find your own taverners with friends. And then midway through the retreat, yeah, we've got a lovely island tour adventure, which will be just gorgeous. Seeing all the places that only I know, really, and also some of the places that, that others know. But I do take people to secret yummy places. Uh, and tell them some local stories of my time over the last 20 years being there in Catalonia. And then at the end of the retreat, the last two days are free. That said, I've organised a very special day, the day after the retreat, which I kind of want to keep as a surprise. And that's that's yeah. my thank you gift to everybody for coming, uh, which everyone's very, very welcome to come on. And that should be absolutely gorgeous. So yeah, look, and then you, and then the last day, yeah, is, is absolutely absolutely free. So it's it's a nice all round space in which to um to just connect really with others, connect with yourself, have some fun, take some time out for you, try your hand mm-hmm. at a bit of intuitive art and some nice things to make and play with. Yeah, a bit of journaling. Mm. Yeah, do you find that you have some people who've never ever done anything like this before? Have never written in journals, they've never done art, yeah. you know, and they yes. sort of like don't know how to start. Do you get people like that, don't know how to start, and once they start, they love it? You know, is that how it is? Yeah, or? I do. I do, of course, because when we talk about painting, people automatically think they have to be an artist. And the biggest thing I hear is when people, when I mention retreats or I mention a workshop here in the UK, they'll say, oh, but I'm not creative. I'd love to be creative. And I tell them, you are creative. You just don't think you are. I don't teach how-tos. I don't teach how to paint pretty pictures. I don't teach how to write perfect prose. What I do is to, is I guide you to um, give yourself permission to try it. And if and the way I learned somebody and I learned in in my thirties, and a very beautiful artist friend chucked all her paints in the middle of a table one day and said, "Go on, get your hands in and just play," and that absolutely liberated me. And without that, I never ever would have been able to make the work I've made. I don't have attachments to it. I I make it for the joy of it. If I don't like it, I just paint over it. I'm really not that bothered. I'm very lucky that people do seem to like what I do, but I do it because I love it. And it's the same with journaling. I will prompt you. I will give you prompts and help you to access your own creativity so that you'll always be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. And you do make bits of jewellery and things like that as well, don't you? For yourself, I do. I do. I haven't done it for a while, to be honest, but I have phases. Mm -hmm. At the moment, I'm into driftwood and kind of looking at how I can add meaning to pieces of driftwood, you know, words or perhaps something with clay or I don't really, I'm just playing with ideas at the moment. But mm-hmm. uh, I have phases where I go through painting or writing or um, clay, air dried clay, or I just, I just have a go at whatever I feel like, really. I listen to my soul mm-hmm. whispers. Yeah. And do you find that the people on your retreat normally bonds with each other you know because they're doing the similar sort of things obviously that they're all you know get to know each other so the the people bond with each other as the friendship yeah 
Yeah, by and large, most people, some people want to come and just, they, they want their own space and that's fine. Um, yeah. They'll join in the workshops, but they want to they want to follow the process in a in a quiet sort of um, reflective way, and that's absolutely fine. Other people need need that feeling of of uh, of the group. Uh, by and large, everybody, and I found this in workshops over and over. When people and I, I get people, sorry, I get people to kind of work in little huddles, really. Like Julia Cameron always gets people to work in little clusters. Um, the right people always find the right people always and mm. then then they can go deep quite quickly if they want to and they and that's where the bonding takes place and then overall uh people following their their own paths and their own journeys the bonding also takes place when you're sharing you know yeah. when you're meeting up in the evenings and and we're sharing when <clears> we come up and every women are terribly supportive of, of one another if somebody is struggling with something, you'll always get a woman to say, "I can help you," or "Can I? Can I suggest this?" Or so. Yeah, it's, I like the energy of women's groups. I, I, I absolutely love. I love watching it. I love feeling it, and I love facilitating it. And, and I'm honoured that these women come and they trust me to hold that space for them safely and um, with love. And nurturing, because we're quite gentle on how we do it. There are no shoulds or have tos or musts. And the big business stuff, um, over the years, I've had several businesses, I, I asked them to leave all of that, unless it, unless obviously we were doing a one-to-one with a, or a particular a business plan or something. But by and large, this is about nurturing mm-hmm. and supporting and investigating our dreams and rediscovering ourselves. And just taking time yeah. out for ourselves as women. Mm, that sounds absolutely fantastic. And what about um, what age are these women? Are they all similar age? Are they different ages? Does it matter? You know, do they, you know, is there any criteria as to who can come on one of these? I mean, obviously, they've got to be a woman. Uh, yes. It, it, <laughs> yes, if they're as a woman, yes. Um, um, I welcome warts, wobbly bits, and wrinkles. There are no criteria. Uh, you're not defined by anything. Just bringing yourself. I've had I've had girls of 19, and I've had I've had women of 82. So everybody has something to give, to share, and to teach somebody else, and we all learn from each other, no matter what, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And because I have been there and I have taken yeah. part in some of the workshops, yeah. which is absolutely brilliant, I found this sea really cleansing. And when I was there, I felt very creative. I mean, I just, I, I mean, I wrote a small book. Um, it just somehow, being in that energy of Catalonia, inspires you to be creative, I feel. Uh, it's like oh, you've left, yeah. left all your troubles here. behind and you're. You're still there? Yes, I am, sorry. Right, it's like you've left all your troubles behind and and you're in a good space, you're in a really good space to um, bring in new ideas, aren't you? Yes, you are. And it's a a very strange island. It's not your pretty cubic houses of Mykonos and Santorini. It's a very awe-inspiring island with much greenery, lots of beautiful trees, gorgeous mountains. 
but not much architecture. That said, when you drive, wherever you drive, and you drive mostly coastal, really, or drive through the mountains, you can. It's there's something about the energy there that's you're quite right. It invites you to leave everything behind and be, uh, you know, be really at peace with yourself. And also, I find it incredibly easy, and everybody I know uh, who's come up to my old house up in the mountains, they feel very connected to the to the place and very creative. They feel very free to be able to try things they've never done, um, connect with their own creativity, and just relax really, really quickly. And it Kef gets under your skin. It's a you know, it's a strange place. Sometimes you just you wonder it's so quirky and you think what am I doing here and other times it's so beautiful it makes you want to weep it's it's so stunning so it's a it's a strange and weird and wild and wonderful place that I I have to say yeah I I do love it it's it's got its own peculiar charm and it, it never ceases to give up its beauty, you know, and, it, and offer its magic. Mm. Now, I know we've mentioned it before and mm. how much of this I'm not sure you want to reveal, but um, the house in the mountains is very interesting, isn't it? And you actually wrote a, a little story around that, didn't you? Because it's quite unique, I... your house in the mountains, isn't it? It is. It's um, it's an amazing place, and it's called the Old Cafenion, which it was an old Cafenion, an old cafe for the the local village. Uh, I won't reveal everything. It's a short story, but basically, the the young man in in the in the twenties decided he was going to go to America, which he did. Learned about earthquakes, came back, built this amazing house, um, and put a big steel lentil through it. Don't know how on earth he ever managed to get it up there no roads then and when the earthquake happened in 1953 everywhere on the island was razed to the ground it was a horrendous time and a handful of houses stayed and ours was one of them there were only 250 houses i think on the whole island and of that 250 i think only 25 have been renovated ours is dry it's got a roof on it's still pretty solid but it isn't renovated and it doesn't have any electric or water. And the story I wrote is about a love story about a lady who waited for him to come back from America. Uh, and that's in my little short story, uh, which is now on iBooks. It was on Amazon, unfortunately. I, My publisher had a bit of a, a set to with Amazon, so that's not on Amazon yet. I have to rewrite it uh, on Amazon, but it's on iBooks and it's the old Cafenion. But it's a very true story and it's a very beautiful story. And just as a an added bit to that, I, I, de- I found about three months ago, because it's very hard to find out information, any more information about the man or, you know, people are quite reticent to give you any information. And um, I found in a, I saw somewhere on Facebook there was a National Geographic from 1973, and in it, the journalist and photographer had gone round the Ionian Islands, and there, slap in the middle, was a picture of our house with the old chap and the lady who he came back from America to, standing outside our house. So mm. my, we got the National Geographic and a photographer friend of mine has taken a picture in exactly the same position of Jay and my husband and myself. 
Um, and nothing looks any different. It just looks very, just older, but nothing, everything looks kind of the same. So that was quite interesting. And we have some of these old things. And I think maybe I'm going to make it an art studio next year and um, and maybe open up the downstairs as a, as a little museum in, you know, to honour his spirit and her spirit, really. Mm, so that's, that's absolutely amazing. lovely. Place. Yeah, it's that's definitely that's in the spirit. Yeah, it's oh. definitely in the spirit of Catalonia. That's that's a beautiful thing to do. And I have, I have read that story myself. Um, I, I actually got quite emotional when I read it. But then, you know, it's such mm-hmm. a nice thing to read. So, absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Jen. Okay. So, Detta. Um. Thank yes. you for coming on the Natural Co-Creator Show and telling us oh. about your Unfinished Women Retreats. I'm just going to ask you for the dates and also I've got your links on here, but if you could just confirm the dates in June when your retreat is. Okay, it's the it's Sunday the 10th of June until the 17th. And obviously if anybody wants to come before or stay longer, then I can organise accommodation uh, for that. But the retreat date is actually the 10th to the 17th of June for Unfinished Woman. And the September one is the 9th of September until the 16th. And again, if anybody wants to come, because we have got somebody coming from Australia in June and maybe Canada, they'll obviously come before and then join us on the 10th. Mm. Okay, that's brilliant. So who's joining you on the writers' retreat? You think you've got? Have you got somebody lady, helping you with that? Yeah, the lady who's um, co-facilitating it is a writer herself, published. Her name is Phyllis Witzel. Amazing story she's got. I'm sure if you if you Google her, you'll find out her story. She's had one book published, and the other's just due out after Christmas. And uh, it looks like some of the Hollywood boys are going to turn it into a film. So she's a beautiful lady who still works as a nurse. Her story is amazing. She's very warm, very funny. And she's going to uh, just be talking about how her story, basically, how she got published. And, and this amazing story of hers where, you know, she's, she's sort of hitting the big time and she doesn't have a platform or a Facebook page. Mm or anything really like that so, so she's quite an amazing character and very warm and very lovely so yeah she's going to be co-facilitating with me in September so yeah, that's going to be very exciting mm. that's great okay so we have www.dettadarnell.com and we yeah, have right. um, your Facebook which is facebook.com slash unfinished woman so you know yes. if, if if they go with those links and they can actually you can actually click from the preview, um, and then you can go and straight to find out what all these retreats are about in more detail. Um, you know this is personal recommendation for me. I think it's going absolutely fantastic. Get yourself booked. That's what I'd say. You know, yeah. plan early. Get yourself get yourself booked before Christmas. Then you can just think mm. we'll get to Christmas. You've got something great to look forward to and something transformational. Mm-hmm. Just really good. Well, okay, I, think, so I think you need to come out again, Jen. I think you need to come out again because <laughs> the, 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 the book he wrote and the meditation, The Shades of Kefalonia, I love. I use it all the time. I love Shades of Kefalonia. 
beautiful meditation, beautifully narrated. I really do like it a lot. So I think uh, I think you need to come and be doing shades two or, or another shades two. <laughs> I'll come out and do shades two with you. Um, maybe maybe um, you know we can. That will be a whole new chapter for us. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you so much, Detta. Thank you very much for coming on the Natural Co Creator Show. And do come Thank back you. and after your Thank retreat you and we can hear yeah. um how everything went. So that'd be fantastic. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Bye bye now. Bye bye now. Okay, so that's the fabulous Detta Darnell and you know, these retreats are fascinating. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play you One Love from the album Life, which is written and sang by Dietmar and Catherine, who are going to come on next week and talk about their retreats, which are in the UK, um, in Lavenham, apparently, and they have lots of therapies and all sorts of things going on um, locally. Locally to where I live in Suffolk. So it's going to be totally something totally different to hear about and learn about. Um, they can have yoga and different things like that as well. So I'm going to play you um, one of their wonderful tracks from the album Life. Hopefully it's coming.
Okay, so that was the fabulous Catherine and Dietmar, which we'll hear a little bit more from next week, so that'd be really good. I'm now going to just play you A Cold Winter's Day by Mr G. This poem is called A Cold Winter's Day. It's a cold winter's day outside. She sits and sips a dry white wine and tries not to reminisce on what she's left right behind for what's behind her mind drifts is but a memory, see. But that's another story, so let it be, gee. Let her keep a little pride and a little dignity and try not to even mention it in this rhyme. Okay, I'll be discreet. Let's focus on the present. Now is the time. And the place is right here. I won't bore you with location because I know you won't care. But it's a little known bar. On a little known street. Around the corner from the station where she's waiting to meet. Ah! There I go again. I'm giving away too much detail. But her train arrives in an hour and she's been biting her nails. This time she won't fail. This time she'll succeed. Another sip of dry white wine will give her the courage that she needs. The bar is starting to fill up, and an atmosphere builds up. Each time the door opens, she feels her skin chill up. Is that him? Is he finally here? We don't have much time, and her agitation is clear, but it's not him. (sighs) She sighs. So far, he hasn't arrived, for the man who just entered bears a stranger's guise. She dulls the pain with wine to rearrange her mind to kill the feelings inside that dangerously chime. As she pines, why isn't he here? Several thoughts now appear, along with the promises of love so romantically near, along with the vows and dreams lost, they planned it so clear. Finally it comes to this, her last sip to dampen her last fear. It's twenty minutes until her train departs. Her bags are all packed and heavy, ready for the new start. She leaves the bar and embarks towards the train station. The confidence she imparts is ready to meet him if he's waiting. She's hesitating. What would her mother say? For it's a big decision she plans on this cold winter's day. Mums will have to understand she didn't mean it this way, but once burning fires have been fanned, you can't keep the heat at bay. Ten minutes. She wants another drink. He still isn't here. Did he ever really love her, she thinks, as her eyes display tears? Were all those years are wasted, emotions are misplaced, promises broken and false hopes being chased? Five minutes. She starts to cry. She boards the train, but in her heart, her last stop has already arrived. But she can't go back. Go back to what? Back to the pain and the hate, the shame and the rot. That's when he crosses her mind with his warm, loving smile. He said that their love was so strong as they walked down the aisle. So strong that he'd mistreat her and beat her until she miscarried her child. So strong that he'd take her and debase her, leaving her feeling defiled. So strong that he'd break her heart over and over a 15-year trial. But on this cold winter's day, she's escaped him. And she's finally free to break the denial. That's definitely very, very moving from Mr. G. So I'm just going to play out the show with The Gift by Ashna. Good night wherever you are. Good morning, good night, and see you next week.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.